Fallen! All right, all right. Everybody take a seat, grab a drink. Let's get this show started. Three, two, one, zero. Blast off. Why are you saying zero? Blast off. off. Because, just try to change it up a little bit. Because Elon Musk blasted off sure. something yesterday. Sure, let's do Maybe that. that's why it's in your head. Yep, let's talk about that. <laughs> uh, no, we're here to talk about dishonorable <clears throat> mentions once again. Your favorite I hate topic, it. Your favorite topic. I hate it. Today, we talk about... Someone I hate. Nidal Hassan Malik... It's actually Nadal Malik Hassan. It doesn't really matter. Can I call him fuckface? You can call him whatever you want to. Okay, he's he a fuckface. He does have a fuckface kind of look. He does. He is, in case you don't know, uh, those out, uh, those of you out there, former American Army major convicted of killing 13. I don't even want to call him uh, an American, especially a military guy, veteran, uh, who killed 13 people and injured 30 more uh, in a, the Fort Hood massacre shooting in 2009. So, Sir Malik Hassan, you are getting this week's uh, dishonorable mention. And yeah. once again, it's it's Fort Hood up there. Oh. We've already done this once. We gave the dishonorable mention to the whole base. I know. You know, right after uh, Vanessa Yen disappeared and found out there was a ton of other people that were missing or found dead. So, yes, once again, uh, Fort Hood. This happened in 2009. A lot of you out there remember this event because it was right in the middle of of the, the war in Iraq and Afghanistan. You know, so it was uh, pretty devastating. I don't know if you remember. We were actually, weren't we in Iraq during this time? We were deployed during this time, right? Yeah. What, yes. What right? year was 2009? it? 2009? Yeah. we just coming back, no? Yeah. Oh, we would have been coming back. Mm. I think it was, we came back we in were. July. I think we were, because I think there might have been some people that we knew that were coming back. Yeah. Or, or, or leaving, deploying that yeah. were out of Fort Hood at that time. I, I remember that. I know I have a friend um, that was at Fort Hood yeah. during that time. Um, Barunda, or, our was he out there at that time? He was at Fort He Hood was stationed there, though. He was stationed yeah. there, yeah. And I had other people that I knew that were deploying from there, so they just happened to be there during this time. Uh. Mobilization. In fact, this dude, uh, I'm not going to call him Major, or I'm not even going to call him by his name. They don't call him Major in Hassan. prison. They no, of course not. Yeah, but either way, I'm, I'm just going to call this dude. Hassan was uh, getting ready to deploy. And he, I guess, didn't want to go to Afghanistan. So uh, let me read a little bit more about uh, what what um, went on and a little bit about his uh, his background because it's going to sicken you even more once He's you disgusting. find out what he what his job was, what his MOS was. Um, so as we discussed, Hassan was the United States Army Medical Corps psychiatrist. So there's one. Yeah. It'll show you who they let in, right? Mm -hmm. He admitted to the shootings at his court-martial in August of 2013. That took a while. A jury panel of 13 officers, how fitting, he killed 13 people, convicted him of 13 counts of premeditated murder, 32 counts of attempted murder, and unanimously recommended he be dismissed from the service and sentenced to death. Hassan is uh, incarcerated at the United States Disciplinary Barracks at Fort Leavenworth in Kansas, awaiting execution. So, finally, the military gets it right. I'm surprised they even uh, 
they even uh, kicked him out of the military. Like, yeah, we got to keep our numbers up. I don't know. I know. They debated it for a little bit and decided, man, let's get him out. Prior to the shooting, Hassan expressed critical views described by colleagues as anti-American. An investigation conducted by the Federal Bureau of Investigation, that's right, that's the FBI, concluded mm. his emails with the late Imam Anwar al Awlaki were related to his authorized professional research and he was not a threat. So they said, eh, those emails were okay to this imam. They, 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 were, they were allowed. It was, it was due to his, his study and his profession. So we're, we're good with that. There's nothing wrong with Even that. Even though he, was, he barely graduated, he was on probation, academic probation, through his entire college career. Um, he barely he did his internship and residency at Walter Reed. I know it's and he sicker. had the worst marks. Um, he it, it's like he this wasn't someone who snapped. He was always bad. He was always bad at what he did. He was always bad at his job. Yeah, and he or, kept or getting at promoted. Least, at least at the uh, he was at the lowest level. Um, Hassan was American-born, uh, two uh, Palestinian parents, both who died, I would say, young. His yeah, father died at did. 51 in, like, 98 or 97, something mm-hmm. like that, and his mom in 2001. She was only 49. So that's kind of that's kind of weird. He graduated in 1988. Uh, let me see. He ended up going into the military right away. All right, so yeah, he enlisted in 1988 after graduating high school. He attended college during his time earning an associate's degree in science from Virginia Western Community College in 92. Well, at least he was smart enough to go to community college first and not spend all his money in a university. And then in 95, he graduated from Virginia Tech. Now, what is it with Virginia Ooh, Tech? Oh, Virginia Tech. They might be on that dishonorable mention Cre- list next. Creating some, uh, you guys remember the Virginia Tech uh, shooter, right? He Wasn't he... At that moment, at least, the most um, had the most uh, kills. kills. He right? did. It was a an Asian guy. Yeah. You know, not to throw a race out there. I'm just saying that's not. It was. That's it, not the norm. He yeah. He wasn't um, profiled. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't um, fitting the profile. He got a bachelor's degree in biochemistry. He completed both of these programs with Latin honors. I don't know what that means. Does that mean that he can now speak Spanish? Maybe. I got my. My bachelor's degree in biochemistry with Latin <laughs> honors. Why are you talking like that? Because I got Latin honors. Uh, let me see. So then he went to, uh, he was commissioned as an officer, of course. Of course. Of course. Uh, in the Army Medical Department in 1997 and enrolled at the Uniformed Services University of Health Sciences in Bethesda, Maryland. Hassan's performance was marginal, like you Mm -hmm. mentioned, while enrolled at USUHS. Say that three times fast. Uniformed Services, University of Health Services and Sciences. So basically, if you get shitty grades, but in science, you don't get accepted into any other um, medical profession or medical Mm -hmm. universities. The the military military will take you. But they had already paid for it, so I'm like, well, we can't waste our money. we got to use this guy. Oh, yeah. Well, that was one of the things. He wanted to get out of it, but he he wanted to get out. He wanted to pay for it. They paid for your degree, and now 
So like you said, he was on academic probation. So it took him six years to graduate from a four-year degree. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, like, okay. I mean, that's how bad the military wanted somebody. And like I said, he was a psychiatrist too. So he was listening to all of our problems, the mm -hmm. soldiers returning from overseas. And he, he, and this is the guy that loses it. Yeah. This well, is the guy that's supposed to be helping us, right? Supposed to be helping service members. Now, I get it. I heard it. I saw it. I read it. He didn't like what he was hearing. But then why the fuck do you go into that profession then? Yeah. And why don't you ask for help? Because obviously, if you're hearing this day in and day out, it, you should know well enough that you need to use some coping skills, some self-care, that you can't just hear all of these stories time and time and time and time again without it affecting you. Yep. So he actually, I guess he did, because somebody, uh, Lieutenant Colonel, mentioned that he actually had some issues, um, and I guess he had PTSD from some recruiters that had gotten shot. Oh, yeah. In an, another state uh, by a Muslim guy. And then he was also expressing anti-American behavior, and he was talking about how the war in Afghanistan and Iraq was unfair to Muslims. And also he wrote, and I need to find it somewhere in here, but he wrote a paper Yes. when he graduated, or a presentation he put together, that expressed to his peers and colleagues and professors where it was... Being in the military and being Muslim was unfair, and they should do something about it, and they should have some kind of program or something where they would allow Muslims to to leave the military, right, uh, if they choose to, because if they want to be uh, conscientious, conscientious objectors, right, mm -hmm. um, and also uh, because they might, and I want to find exactly what, what the words are, because uh, kind of uh, lost it here, but essentially what he said is they could become a problem right that's that's i'm, I'm paraphrasing that, yeah. that's not exactly what he said but with that in quotation marks right what does that mean to you when they say well they could essentially become a problem i mean these are people that he's talking about you know we're at war you know in the middle east so when you talk about people from this area or that follow that same religion that maybe are sympathetic to the enemy in quotation marks are could be a problem i would take that as a threat yes if you say that in your presentation and then you're like well they you know maybe maybe they didn't pick up on it but then they go on and say that he actually explained it further what he meant yeah and he actually said they could become killers yes so not only did he say it in quotation marks uh, for you to kind of pick up on it he actually went on and said oh no when i meant they could be a problem i meant they could be killers and by them within I the military me yes like i want to kill essentially you. that's he's, what he said so yeah, he had all the yeah he had all the red flags and he did and he, and had, he waved even, them at yes, them in their he face did. and he even had all of the typical red flags because he was um he wasn't married there was he they said that there was two teenage boys living at his house so um he had must have been married at some point but the woman was no longer there um the mom wasn't there so she probably peaced out but he was very like what do they say about every mass shooter like he was withdrawn 
He was antisocial, all of these things. He had the list for mass shooter. So not even, it's not just his radical Islamic BS that he was saying. It was also the other signs where he was like um, dissatisfied with work. He talked bad about everything. He was negative. He was failing at his job. Um, All of these things. He also complained that he was being mistreated. Mm-hmm. Saying he's being bullied because he was a Muslim. Um, he even had a lawyer, right? Like I think you mm-hmm. mentioned it. He's trying to leave the military. He got a lawyer. So he was trying to even pay back his loans because that's the reason why they had him by the balls. Yeah. Right? And uh, because he, he owed all this money to the military. They had paid for his medical um, training, mm-hmm. schooling. And so he was trying to pay his way out. So even then the military's like, nah, nope. <laughs> we don't see it. No, nope. nah, you're still good. I mean, at that point, I get it. The military's got to get you their money back. So kick them out, make them pay the money somehow. Make, you know, put just like student debt. Yeah. It's just like student debt or, 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 or move them, move them out. Or, or I don't know, do something. Know. Well, that's what do he something. wasn't at Flag Fort Hood for a long time because he was doing so poorly. And then he did. But this is what happens in any government agency. He was getting all of these bad marks and red flags, but then when they moved in, they his last thing they said he was outstanding. So it's like they do this because it's like, oh well, we don't want to ruin his career. So instead of someone actually doing their job, and that guy had to wind up on the witness stand trying to explain why this person who had time and time again getting written up, getting reevaluations, having to redo parts of his internship, and you gave him an outstanding performance and they um, not only did they not kick him out after all that stuff Mm -mm. they made him a major yeah he got promoted promoted him so fuck dude i had to suck like three e7's dicks (laughs) one sergeant major and a couple of freaking warrant officers and i still couldn't make fucking e6 (laughs) and this fucking guy says he's gonna kill soldiers where he's anti-American, he doesn't want to go to the war. He not only that, but he does it in the most glorious way. He puts a fucking PowerPoint, fucking talk about yeah. death by PowerPoint, motherfucker. <laughs> he put it out there. I mean, it's like it's no different than like Hitler when he wrote Mein Kampf in prison and then got out, and then people wonder like, where did this come from? And like, he actually wrote the book. He wrote it. He wrote it. He wrote the recipe, uh, and mm-hmm. then he went and did it. And this guy did the same thing. He put in a PowerPoint presentation, told everybody what he was. Thinking, thinking of doing and what he wanted to and do and they still let him so former cia speaking of recipes right so former cia officer bruce riddle says emailing a known al-qaeda sympathizer should set off alarm bells even if he was exchanging recipes the bureau should have put out an alert so going back to that fbi you know the, mm-hmm. the thing i talked about the fbi said eh, it was okay because it was it was he was authorized to to write to this guy that's that's the FBI going in. Eh, he had no, authority. We, don't care. We, we had authority. This guy's like, yeah, he, I don't care for their recipes. They're like, do you know how this whole spy game works? Yeah. You're like, what kind of recipes were there? Um, I am going to put an American pie <laughs> into the oven and shoot it with an AK. Yeah. That's the recipe. 
That's oh, that's an, that's an that's an interesting recipe. Exactly. Yes, first we're going to put all the turkeys into one room, and then I'm going <laughs> to throw grenades into this room, and that's how we're going to cook these turkeys. <laughs> Quotation <laughs> marks. So yes, recipes. No, no, no FBI, no FBI, bad FBI. Yeah. Bad bad FBI. You cannot talk when to Al Qaeda members. When did the FBI become such losers? <laughs> God damn! Wasn't it? You see, you would be like, "Ooh, they're the FBI. They're cool." Not any fucking more after you hear like they're just dumb. It was just this one, this one occasion. No, it was just this one time. You know, they've they've done a great job since then. But, anyways, Mueller, <laughs> Mueller. So, um. Prior to the Fort Hood shooting, the internet activity, the government agents monitoring Islamic websites believe Hassan using the alias Nadal Hassan. That's not an alias at all. That's his <laughs> fucking name. He just didn't put his middle name on there. Posted about suicide bombings on May uh, 2009. Although during this period, government agents did not link the post to Hassan. God damn it. Almost there. I Almost know, if there. he just put his middle initial. The postings by Nadal Hassan linked a suicide bomber to a soldier falling on a grenade to save his colleagues to sacrifice for a noble cause, in quotation marks. Reported after the fact, anonymous government agents issued a press release claiming they allegedly um, allegedly aware Hassan were aware that uh, Hassan attempted a contact uh, to contact Al-Qaeda, then issued a press release claiming Hassan had quotation marks again more unexplained connections to people uh tracked by the fbi than just anwar al aqawi so there are just so many glaring so there was more. mistakes more. so what's worse the guy that shoots up fort hood or the fbi that just let him that let all of this go yeah you I know? know so he also emailed not just al-qaeda he also emailed his superiors right Hassan expressed concern about the former actions by some of the soldiers he evaluated as a psychiatrist. Days before his attacks on Fort Hood in 2009, Hassan asked his superiors and army legal advisors how to handle reports of soldiers' deeds in Afghanistan and Iraq that disturbed him. So he was also a snitch. <laughs> he was also a snitch on top of that. Uh, Hassan oh was to be deployed to Afghanistan, like I mentioned. On November 28th, Hassan told a local store owner he was stressed about his imminent deployment to Afghanistan since his work as a psychologist might require to fight or kill fellow uh, Mohammedans. Mohammedans, that's the word they used. I don't know if that's a real word. His fellow Mohammedans. In a press release from Jeff uh, Sadowski, spokesmodel for U.S. Senator Kay Bailey Hutchinson. Ah, oh, Bailey Hutchinson. I don't know who that is. Hassan was upset about his deployment. So he didn't want to, he was chicken shit too. So he no, was a snitch. He was a snitch. He was a coward. Hassan gave away furniture from his home on the morning of the shooting, saying he was going to be deployed on Friday. He also distributed copies of the Quran. Oh. Uh, wrote about a Mohammedan, again, that word. Mohammedan, I'd never heard Officer it. at Fort Hood who said he prayed with Hassan on the day of the Fort Hood shootings and Hassan appeared relaxed and not in any way troubled or nervous. This officer believed the shootings could possibly be motivated by religious radicalism. You think? You think? 
you fucking And of think. course he was calm by that point. Yeah. And before we go too too much, like we are not anti-Islamic. No. At all. We are not against Muslims. We the same this guy, way This guy alone. Yeah. We talked about that douchebag that killed the families. Like this is that guy was a white guy. Um he was a father. We don't We're give a about shit. about Robert Bales? Yeah. We don't he, was, care. he was a Christian man. Oh, yeah. Guess what? He's a piece of shit. So when he went off and he killed those children in that village, we called it, you're a piece of shit. You can call yourself a Christian all you want. We don't care. You're a piece of shit. So this guy, just because he's Islamic, like, we're not going to not call him a piece of shit. He was a piece of shit who did not use self-care the one person who went to school about self-care. Mm-hmm. Like, they teach you when you start, you know, internalizing. Here's what you do. It's a whole process. You're supposed to protect yourself. This guy did not do it because he's an idiot because he was too busy getting written up. Well, you said it at the beginning of the show. He was at the bottom of the barrel. Yes. The bottom of every class. So obviously, he didn't pay attention to that part. Yes. Self-care so, yes. was not one of his favorite classes. He was just trying he to failed get... failed that one. Um, and also, just to add to this, the reason why we mentioned all this, his Mohammedan brothers mm-hmm. and ties to Al-Qaeda and emails is because that's what he was. That's what he was doing. He and, was and emailing Al-Qaeda people, and he was preparing presentations on Muslims and, and how you know they're mistreated and stuff. So, of course, I'm mentioning that. It's very, very much tied to this case he made it about religion as a christian i hate westboro they're horrible people they're the hate christians i don't don't mind them i don't mind them they're they're, no stop it they're old don't say that no they're not those are horrible people fine i'm sure they i could grab a beer with one of them no you couldn't no, you couldn't. Mm. They're horrible people. Listen, you know so, how I feel about religion. I know. All of it's a little bit it's... wacky. So, I yes, know. they are on the wackiest side of wacky. Yeah. Yes. So, there there has to be some Muslims that well, are every, like, every religion. God damn it. We're just trying to get through our life here in America. Actually, they and, wouldn't say God damn it. So. Oh, they wouldn't. <laughs> You're Mohammed right. damn it. Mohammed damn it. Or whatever their curse words are. They would probably say fuck. Because that's Maybe. an American cuss word. Mm-hmm. So they're like, fuck it. Like, every time, like, I th- kind of how we get when veterans, they're like, someone does something bad on the news, and then they're like, he was a veteran. You're like, you make God us look bad. Yep. You make us look bad. No, I agree. I agree. There's a lot of bad people all over the place. Yeah. From different religions, different backgrounds, different races. I mean, here's the thing. We have this whole show called Dishonorable Mentions, yeah. which talks about bad veterans. I don't like to just look up you know bad veterans and and hope that that i'll find a, a nice juicy one but the thing is they're out there they are and when i first started looking and actually when i first started looking at at serial killers to to have a fun show to talk about because people are super interested and that's why we try yes. to break it down and and talk about the psychology and the background of them too not just the actual events if you notice we we don't really get as much detailed into the actual events yeah it's like the fort hood uh you know the whole that whole show with vanessa again we mm-hmm. talked about her and we talked about what happened we, we really didn't 
didn't break down the events. The we break down everything around it. And same thing with these things. Same thing with Robert Bales and everything mm -hmm. leading up to it and afterwards. And Where and, did the system and fail? The kids, uh, the other kids from, um, I forget what, the one with, with Conrique that we talked oh, about. Oh, yeah. The poor little kid that got freaking killed Aww. by his own freaking E4 Mafia, right? Yeah. The point is that it's, it's an interesting subject, right? And when I first started uh, digging into it, I was like, there's a lot of serial killers that were veterans, Crystal. I don't know if you know this, but it's super interesting how many serial killers yeah. happen to be veterans. And then after you get into that, you go down the rabbit hole and you start looking up and you're like, that's there's a lot of no, bad stuff. For a small percentage of the population, there's a lot of things going on there. But, I mean, veterans are special kind of people. Mm -hmm. I mean, we joined the military, signed our life on the dotted line. So, of course, we're going to be very unique in, in many different ways. So you're going to get veterans that come in all shapes and sizes and with all kinds of mental problems, you know. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you know, we we also talk about the great stuff. You know, that's why yeah. we have um, um, our, our other show, Alley. Motivation Alley, that I always freaking, you know, forget. But um, we also try to highlight what great things our veterans are doing out there and stuff. So anyways, uh, not to get sidetracked, which we already did. Um, let's move on to the actual day of the attack. Yeah. So November 5th, 2009, Hassan reportedly shouted uh, Allah Akbar as he comes in, obviously, as they all suicide bombers do. do. The phrase means God is the greatest and opened fire on armed forces in the... Um, Soldier Readiness Center at Fort Hood, located in Killeen, Texas, killing 13 people and wounding uh, 32 others, making it the worst shooting against armed forces on the American military base. Contractor, law enforcement, uh, what's her name? Uh, office, uh, official, I guess that's what they call them. So they're contractors. They're, it's law enforcement on base. They're actual contractors. It's not MPs. That's why they, mm -hmm. that, they put that title on there. Kimberly Dunley encountered Hassan exiting the building. Munley and Hassan exchanged shots. Munley's shots went wild before Hassan destroyed Munley's mobility by hitting her twice in her leg. Contractor law enforcement uh, official Mark Todd shot Hassan several times. Todd kicked the pistol out of Hassan's hand, then put cuffs on him. The attacks on American armed forces lasted about 10 minutes. So... Pretty crazy, and I remember hearing about this one. Uh, I remember hearing about this one uh, when it all went down. So yeah, it was this was uh, this was definitely a, a wacky one. So could it have been prevented? Yeah. I mean, so many red flags, right? I mean, we sit here where like Monday quarterbacking, yeah. obviously. But I mean, but damn, there was a lot because it, uh, it was on two fronts. It's like just your regular like coworkers are like. Yeah, he's fucking crazy. Then you have emails with Radical. And they call him like the, he was like the beginning of what we now know as these homegrown terrorists where they're self-radicalized. They don't need someone to, they just get stuck in these thoughts. And we see on both sides. I mean, just through the election, you can see people on both sides that are so fucking radicalized that they're just like out in Mazzaro land. And it's on both sides. We all hang out in the middle. <laughs> yeah. But these guys, so it's like this new thing with the internet. 
that they can go and research information. And it really, I think this is only going to get worse, to be honest, because I feel like more and more, like now you have to pick what kind of news you want to read. There's not news in the middle. You either are CNN or you're, in fact, CNN, they just came out that might get sold because CNN's not going to have this anti-Trump movement because that's what they talked right, about. They was, and then Trump's going away. So now that is going away. So CNN has lost their shtick. Yeah. And so AT&T is thinking about suing. Uh, AT&T? AT owns CNN. So they're thinking about selling it. AT&T owns it? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. I know. Everyone, I, there's one guy that owns the whole thing. But it's just this this radical thing. I think it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. Like this guy had it. Yeah, a, they're going to sell it to a more radical group or people or yeah but it but it's like where people are you can't have independent discussion thought right you know journalism it's like this self-radicalization and i think he was like showed what he was the beginning of the tipping point there was another guy earlier on i believe in i believe it was in iraq or no it was in kuwait that threw a couple of grenades I, into the yeah. into uh, like a lunch tent where other soldiers were eating, other mm-hmm. service members were eating. Um, that was that was pretty intense. Yeah. Um, I don't think he killed as many, but I think he killed like one or two maybe, mm-hmm. um, and injured a few others. But um, yeah, so uh, I want to go back to this guy real quick. He went into the Soldier Readiness Center. So for those of you that don't know. The soldier readiness center, most places. Long lines. Long lines. It's 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 where you go yeah. get your IDs. It's probably where he he may have worked. No, I, I don't know if he worked there at this one, no. but I'm sure on on any base he may have worked in a place like that. Well, that's what, where a lot of the the uh, um, it's not necessarily the medical, but you know sometimes the the uh, psychiatrist and people like mm-hmm. that, the services, you know, they hang out there. Right. So you go get your ID there. You might go get your sign up for for deers, you know, your Mm -hmm. insurance and all this other stuff. That's kind of the where the the readiness center, that's where you go, you know, to prep all your paperwork and things Mm -hmm. like that. Right. Aside from your unit. Education. Right. Yes. All that stuff. That's where you go and and get all that and get the information, sign up for stuff and everything else. And um, I used to work at the soldier readiness center here in Arizona for the Arizona National Guard's headquarters. And I remember we'd always talk about the possibility of someone coming in doing stuff there because pe- the people, soldiers mm-hmm. so, and or spouses too, would leave those places so pissed or yes. come in pissed. I mean, it, when, when they make you drive, sometimes in, in some cases, because this is, you know, the, the National Guard and people live in other parts yes. of the state and they drive an hour to come here with paperwork that someone said, just bring this and this, and you're going to get your ID, your new ID, or you're going to be enrolled in Deers, or you're yeah. going to get this, or you're going to get this money, or your, your school, you're going to get yeah. this paid, and then you come in, and it's all wrong, and they're like, nope, that's not the right paperwork. Nope. Like, well, I'm going to go back, and I'm going to email, nope, you can't email it. Uh, nope, you can't scan it. Nope, it has to be the real form. You, you have, have to, to bring back. it, and you have to come and sign. Nope, not your spouse. Yes, your mm-hmm. spouse. And, and so nobody knows, and, and you know, I, I feel bad for saying this, but it's true. You know, you get a lot of young privates sometimes. Or that people are just that, weekend drillers. Or or people that don't give a shit either. Yes. I, I'm going to say, like, mm-hmm. full-timers that don't give a fuck. They're getting a paycheck. Mm-hmm. They're just sitting there sometimes. And, and li- listen, I've met a lot of great people that know their job inside out. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's one out of maybe three or four. 
Yeah. Right? The rest of them are really just going, hey, so, and I, and I feel bad for them too because sometimes they're put in those they're positions. They're so burnt out. That, yeah, that they, they're like, and, and also they get told, they get yes. fed wrong information. Things change Correct. sometimes, you know? So, it, it's all a big fucking it's it's not as as coordinated as you think it would be mm-hmm. for the military and you know sometimes you have a dude that's been working there for 20 fucking years yeah and he knows the ins and outs mm-hmm. when that dude leaves oh, that fucking yeah. office is a fucking wreck yes for Shit a year show. or two yes. it takes two years for it and then you have the part where you might have a lieutenant you might have a warrant officer who is in charge gets to know the systems Mm-hmm. After two years, it's finally tuned up. Everything's good to go. Guess what? Two years is up. You're going somewhere else. Yeah. And we're bringing a new person. Every two fucking years, they move them out. They change them out. <laughs> and so the frustration. Mm-hmm. I used to work there at, as in the Employment Resource Center where you used to help veterans, service members, or families find jobs, employment, help them with their resumes, all that kind of stuff. I used to train. I used to do classes in that readiness center and we were right next to the the id center we were right by the insurance the deers and all these other folks and mm-hmm. it, it, people would always leave frustrated not everyone but every day you'd have at least one or two yeah families like, oh my god what you know fuck? coming in frustrated or leaving frustrated mm-hmm. i mean and and we also had the uh, uh a team of um you know uh, mental health professionals that sat in some of those offices as well. The G1 was oh, there. Yeah. The G3 was there. I mean, it was it was a, a big building, and uh, we'd have all kinds of people coming in. We'd have the general coming in. You'd have freaking privates coming in, right? Mm-hmm. And so it was a mix of all kinds of people. And um, if there is a, a fucking place to target, a, a weak point, it would be that too because, like you said, there's lines, there's people, there's a lot. There's also a lot of families and innocent people that aren't necessarily – you know, trained to take on someone. So for that, yeah. like this guy, you know, it was strategic, but he's also a fucking coward. Yeah. You know, he he wasn't about to go to the fucking infantry. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he wasn't about to go to fourth IDs, barracks, and yeah. start shooting up a bunch of people, you know, whatever. I mean, even though on base, technically, like everybody's supposed to be unarmed. Yeah. Because you can't carry unless you're an MP or one of these freaking contracted officers. So technically, you know, being on base, you're you're kind of... Kind of screwed anyways. Yeah, you're so a sitting duck for you're a sitting duck. someone. But nonetheless, I, I know, I guarantee you that there's different barracks where there's men oh, and yeah. women that would jump on that, you know, and would stop that yeah. from happening without any weapons. So um, he picked the, the easiest target. Yeah. In my mind, he picked the easiest target where there's probably less prepared soldiers. Um, yeah. There's family members. There's unarmed people. So People whatever. lined up. So once again, Mr. Fucking Loser Hassan, you Fuck get face. the um, dishonorable mention of the week. So without further ado, I think uh, that's all for today. Yeah. Kids. Take care. That's the lesson. Take from care today. of yourself. Self-care. If you're starting to get stressed out, get some help so that we don't have to come on here and talk about how shitty you are. Yes. Yes. The last thing you want is to be on this episode. Yes. Or on this uh, this part of the podcast. Do not be the dishonorable mention. No. Of the week. No. <laughs> Self-care. All right, guys. Before we go, make sure stay tuned after for some words from our sponsors. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Crystal. Thank you. Love you. Love you. <laughs> oh, awesome. Well, I didn't, I didn't that, expect that, that. I know. <laughs> um, for Crystal, I hate murderers. Yes. Reading, I'm outside the wire. 
Are you all ready to up your drinking game? Absinthe Minded AZ is a pretty freaking amazing and super rare company. Absinthe is truly an acquired taste type of drink. People like Picasso, Hemingway, and Van Gogh were known to throw back a few. I mean, The Raven may have never been written if Edgar Allan Poe wasn't drinking this stuff. Who, by the way, was an artilleryman in the United States Army. Go Redlegs. This misunderstood spirit became legal again in the United States in 2007. And now you can try it for yourself here in AZ. Plus, co-owners Doc Ordovich and Justin Slusher are pretty cool dudes. Absinthe Minded is produced with 100% natural herbs based off of traditional formulations with variations to accommodate the palates of the modern drinker. Pour, sip, and enjoy. So if you want to find out more about this amazing company, go to their Facebook page or AbsintheMindedAZ.com. And their Instagram page is pretty dope. Mmm, Catino Sauce Company has the sexiest, hottest, hot. Uh, <clears throat> nope, that's all wrong. Hold on. Catino is the sexiest, hottest, hot, hot sauce. Damn it. That's all wrong. What nope. are you doing? Trying to record this ad for Catino Sauce Company. Catino? You mean the best damn hot sauce on the planet with tons of flavors like jalapeno, habanero, chipotle, verde, and all kinds of others I can't pronounce. They also have amazing limited flavors like mango and blueberry. Yep, that's it. My favorite is ghost. It makes my butt burn. <laughs> you gotta act fast though, cause they're always selling out of that one. Okay. Just visit catinosauce.com for more flavors and customized bundles. Also, go ahead and follow them on Instagram and Facebook. My homeboy and CEO of Catino Sauce Company, Jacob, will appreciate that. Sweet Stash is a home-baked business specializing in cake pops, brownies, cakes, and more. Celebrate your special occasions with all of your favorite people. If we're at a party and they have Sweet Stash, I know where Mario will be. Buy the cake pop stand. To place your orders, check them out on Facebook or Instagram. What you drinking? My favorite drink ever. Pistachio blended brew with a coffee base and a little extra shot of caffeine from Sweet's Cold Brew Coffee Company. Gotta get ready for that show, Crystal. And did you know that Sweet's Cold Brew is the first and only cold brew coffee shop in the state of Arizona? It's for rad people only. I'm rad. The only thing that would make them better is if they sold beer and wine. Funny you should say that. Just check out their menu at sweetsbrew.com. That's sweets with a Z in the middle. Uh, they also got an awesome Instagram page. Um, where are you off to? I'm going to check out Alien Donuts. They are a funky, hip donut concept with planetary beats and out-of-this-world treats. They have vegan, gluten-free, classics, specialty, and space-themed donuts. Yum. What else do they got? They also offer nitro brew coffee, rocket shakes, and freshly made ice cream. And how can I find them, Crystal? Well, they are located in the heart of Old Town Scottsdale on 5th Avenue. You can also find them on Facebook, Instagram, or AlienDonuts.com. Donut Stop Believing! Have you all heard of Valor's Veterans Community AZ? Well, let me tell you about them. 
They are a 501c3 nonprofit which helps organize social gatherings and volunteer opportunities for veterans and their families. VVC was created in 2018 by our good friend Ro Gonzalez. You may have heard him on this show before. Uh, this guy's awesome, man. He's got the hookup to all sorts of sporting events, movie premieres, and all kinds of cool shit. Bringing like-minded people together not only allows everyone to share resources, but also helps reconnect that bond military members had while they were still in the service. VVCAZ also holds a monthly coffee social the third Saturday of every month where local organizations can share their resources. Their goal is to build Arizona's strongest veteran community by engaging veterans one at a time. Please check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and valorsveteranscommunityaz.org.